feeling of the feeler is that it's before the feeling. That it's something that's always there, and then it feels when a feeling comes up. Yeah? Then it has a feeling. Yeah? So there's thinking, and then there's a thought that you're the thinker. This is tricky, but let's check it out. <laughs> because it's not like trying to understand this is the answer. What it is, is it, will, it can lead you somewhere. Yeah? So the understanding can lead you to a point of no need for an understanding. Yeah, it's sort of like a stepping stone in a way. So, or like, uh, there's first, in a lot of people's experiences, a view, they hear a new understanding, they hear a new invitation, they hear, they hear new things of how to hold the way things are, and then hopefully that understanding is the platform for a vision. Yeah? Then there's the seeing of what's so. Yeah? Actually a seeing from what's so. So the understanding can be helpful, or the invitation can be helpful, but the invitation isn't the message. You're the message. You're it, yeah? The invitation can, right now, it's sort of like, um, we've been seemingly displaced, seemingly. It means to be appearing to be true or false to you. Yeah? Seemingly is a very important word here. So we are seemingly displaced. In other words, What's uh, there's there's a, a formation or a, a structure that we're living from, thinking it's organic. Yeah, it's made up by the mental state, and that structure has you identified with what you're not. Yeah, it has you identified as a body, but not just anybody, a special body called me that has the attributes of something the body has nothing to do with, which is seeing, yeah, awareness, consciousness, all like that, yeah? So now it's like a, it's almost like a hybrid. The mental state senses the presence of what's always there, what's always so, doesn't acknowledge it, tries to take some of the qualities it thinks that has and add it to the body and say, I'm the seeing, yeah? So now, you're the one who's conscious, and therefore you can also be the one who's unconscious, where most people end up on that side of the, of the made-up uh, dichotomy. Yeah? So instead of consciousness as, 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 some, as uh, a preconditioned state yeah, that's maybe moving through this event, we believe this is what's conscious. Yeah, it's a tricky little thing, but it changes everything. So now consciousness isn't seen as consciousness, it's seen as an attribute you have that you can either become more conscious or less conscious. Yeah. So now it becomes, it now, that thing, let's say consciousness is all there is, yeah. but now consciousness is experienced in degrees. You give it like lack, you give it abundance, and it's usually prefaced on you. So if I do this and this and this, I can become more conscious, and if I don't do this and this and this, or do that and that and that, I'll be less conscious. Yeah? So now, this, this precondition of all conditions, consciousness, is now made into an attribute you have. This is the whole dilemma. You see? If you got that all there is of consciousness, you'd relax. <laughs> Seriously, it would produce a serious relaxation here because you would see that no matter all my huffings and puffings, 
inevitably doesn't do a damn fucking thing. I can seem to be unconscious, and I can seem to be more conscious, but all there is is consciousness. So it's tricky. Yeah. So what what happens is our mental state, which we're taking all our orders from, usually it's the one that's it's the the activity that's telling us how we are, how we're going to be, how we were, all like that. Yeah. So that mental state has us believing something that's not so. So in a way, we've been seemingly displaced from what we truly are, which you want to call it awareness or spirit or consciousness or being. Yeah? We have been displaced into a mental idea, and the, the reference of that mental idea is the physical body. So you believe you're here. Yeah? You believe you're here, located right here in this specific little location, with attributes, with qualities, with this, with that, and without this or that, yeah? And then what goes insane is this identification starts producing effects that are uncomfortable, even to what's identifying with it, yeah? So now you want to get out of what you believe you're in. Everyone's seeking all the time. Seeking has never stopped since you sought the teeth of the mother, basically. It's been seeking on and on and on and on and on and on and on. So the mental state has us believing that we're somewhere that we're not. Yeah. And, and then it, it can get to a point where it's from here it wants to find its original self or its authentic self, which is lent the idea of those attributes that it believes it has. Some being, you know, that's love, all love, and perfect, and no trouble going on in there, yeah? And so now, we've been displaced from that possibility. We now get moved to this impossibility that I'm a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, and then as a double whammy, it says, I'm going to start looking for that, which you are already. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what? <laughs> with huge amount of work, with not much return. <laughs> so now you're trying to get back to your authentic self, <laughs> but there is no authentic self. The, the authenticity is there is no self. Yeah. There isn't an authentic self you're missing. The, the authenticity is there is none. <laughs> so, so now, in a sense, and this is all seemingly so, appearing to be true or false to you. It isn't, because what's appearing to be true or false to you doesn't necessarily appear to be true or false to me. Yeah. That's like the difference. Some, everyone's awake, and then other, some people are awake to being awake, basically. That's it. They're not, they haven't achieved awakeness. That's, a, that's an inherent state. They're just aware of it as an inherent state, not as an attribute or something that was acquired or something that was gained because if it was something that was gained, you would be living in the fear that you're going to lose it. You can't enjoy that quote-unquote inherent state if you're agitated. <laughs> You know, if you're thinking, this inherent state may not be inherent tomorrow, then I'm a little concerned that, and then it's always usually based on you doing something or not doing something. So now, once again, your false reference becomes the center of the universe, about the center of the universe. And this is like a habit that people, maybe they catch one or two of it, 
but it has a lot more. It will keep up. It's like a, this master once expressed it in a beautiful way. He says, all right, so you're in a movie theater. You're sitting in a theater, and you're watching a movie. And you're realizing, hey, this movie is unreal. You know what I mean? This whole place, meaning all this, is unreal. But there's a subtle assumption that they're real sitting in the movie theater. But they're not. The circle's bigger. They're not. The thing that's saying, oh, this place is so unreal, is also unreal. So like someone says, oh, I've been free from my ego, but everyone else's ego's driving me crazy. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. So as soon as there's a reference, any reference, physical reference point, mental reference point, historical reference point, spiritual reference point, that's not it. There's no reference point in everywhere. You can't be in a special somewhere in everywhere. You know what I mean? You can't have a gated community that you've got the everywhere that no one else is getting in your special somewhere. Everywhere is everywhere. Therefore, there's no reference point to it. Yeah. So the mental state is constantly planting, planting a flag assuming, I got it. I'm here. That ain't it. So, so here... You've already been displaced, seemingly. That's the whole point. It hasn't ever happened. It's just appearing to happen to you. <laughs> it hasn't happened. Please hold on to that possibility. It has never happened. It just appears to happen to what's always happening, which is you. Literally, that's, base, that's basically what's going on. So, alright, so now it's appearing to happen that I'm here in this historical place you know, today. <laughs> that's a history, because today is totally based on yesterday. Totally, totally. If you believe you're in the here and now, you're not in the here and now. This is the here and now, full of there and then. <laughs> that's all it is. It's a mental here and a mental now that's chock full of yesterday and tomorrow. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. It's packed. There's no room for the here and now because of the here, the conceptual here and now. Because the conceptual here and now <laughs> whistles tons of, tons of time into the moment. So you can't really enjoy peace of mind because you have t- time. Yeah. It's very difficult in time to enjoy almost anything, isn't it? Because it's, it's almost like you're living in like a, 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 a wetless ocean and you're in a current all day, a current of time, moving the old action figure to the next better, hopefully better, bigger, more secure moment. All the time. It's like you're constantly agitated, being moved, and we don't even know it. We have no idea. I've taken walks with people, hikes, and you can see their mind is like eight steps ahead of them. They're thinking about next day's hike. They're thinking, well, what is it going to look like when I get to the apex? I say, and then they have a story, oh, we went on a great hike, but they weren't really hiking the whole time. They were thinking, mostly. Yeah. So, I, so here, what is it that causes us to take ourselves to be somewhere that we're not? That's the sort of the key. It's because no matter, I don't care how, you, I don't care if the map is 20,000 years old, 
and it's like gilded with gold on the edges, it's still not going to take you from where you believe you are to where you are. It's not. The journey is no journey at all. We are that which we're looking for. This is the dilemma we run into because we don't believe that. We do not believe it. The mental state has such an investment in being that person, it doesn't want to give it up. The mental state loves what it's making up. It cherishes the self. It cherishes it, babies it, it coddles it, it's thinking about it constantly. Do you believe if you were confronted with the solution, you'd fucking walk away? We used to have the story with the pooper scooper guy as an example, you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna run it over you again. I like the pooper scooper stuff. It comes out of a recovery. And uh, in recovery, it doesn't come out of recovery, it's an addition to recovery. It's, that's not in the book, so don't get the book. <laughs> they, they never mention a pooper, they poop or pooper scoopers, but I'm just, I'm just taking liberty with the text. So in, the, uh, in the program, it says a very important statement. It says, and self, just have the feeling when someone says self that it's, it, it implies a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah. This, this, not having, not, you know, maybe being a conduit for consciousness or a conduit for being, but that which is being, that which is conscious. And therefore, I'm scared shit of dying because obviously this body's going to end and I believe I'm going to end in a way. Yeah. So, so in this, on page 64 of the, of the big book, it says a statement. It says, being convinced which means to believe with certainty that self manifests in various ways. Yeah? So how does self manifest in various ways? The first one, it masquerades as you. <laughs> That's the biggest one. And then it, we call it, if you look up the word self in the dictionary, it has, usually has a hyphen, and it has maybe 160 attributes that it has claimed, or they can attach to this idea of self. So self-love, self-trust, self this, self-expression, and then self-hate, self-emulation, self-destruction. So it has both sides, some good qualities and some bad qualities, but if you look at the 160, about 120 of them are sort of bad, and maybe 40 are good. So you're basically behind the eight ball already, because the self leans to the left. <laughs> like mean way to the left. So you can see it usually in most people's heads where <coughs> that they feel really good and then they get concerned or fearful in about five or ten minutes, like, do I deserve this? Or when are they going to find out I'm not who they think, I think they think I am? Or whatever, yeah? So usually if you're feeling really good, it doesn't really go along with that too well. So it's, but, you know, this, oh, 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 you know, oh, get out of the room, you know. Don't even love unconditional love. No! Shoot up. Can't take that. That goes totally against my belief in myself. I'm a loser. How can someone love me? I, I, Shoot up. Oh, how hateful, you know. Thank you, cocaine. You helped me. <laughs> this is what happens, literally. Really, you have beliefs about you, and you are hell-bent on believing them. <laughs> no matter what the evidence of life brings to you. You don't just say, fuck that, fuck that. Yeah? Yeah, trust it. <laughs> so, all right, so it says, 
It's starting to feel really good and it gets suspicious. When are they going to find out I don't deserve this? In like 10 minutes, 8 minutes in. But the same head has a whiff of feeling pretty bad. It's thinking it's entering a lifelong depression. So it takes the quote-unquote good and shortens it. And then it takes the, the possibility of it going sort of bad and elongates it all day. That's its scene. That's not a, an exceptional event. That's how it leans. That's how it rolls, so to speak. Yeah. All right, so here's this guy. So now he has this beautiful lawn, and he has a, his whole life is built around this lovely lawn. He has, like, lawn bowling tournaments and picnics, and he has one coming up that weekend, you know? And he loves it. And every morning, he jumps off the porch with no shoes on and runs in the morning dew. There's little angels. He just loves it, and it's lined with pine trees. Smells great. And then one day, he jumps off the porch, and he lands in some shit. Yeah? So what happens? Immediately, he has to adapt to it. So now he can only wear shoes. Yeah? So then he starts looking around, and he can see little piles of shit all over the place. And then he smells it, and it overrides the pine smell. And it's like, fuck, what are we going to do? So he tries to clean them all up, and then he takes a break, gets some food, and he goes out, and there's more shit there. So he says, what the hell am I going to do? So he just says, fuck this, pulls down the shade, you know what I mean? Buys pictures of lawns, and so it's reminiscent. Oh, it was so great when I had a lawn. And then he's complaining at other people, at groups, and then the other people, oh yeah, I had a lovely lawn, it's full of shit, and they, I can't get it up quick enough. It just ruins my every every weekend I have a plan. Yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah. And says, all right, so suddenly a guy comes in, hey, listen, I think I have an answer for you. I have this incredible pooper scooper, and if you get pretty good, <laughs> pick up enough shit, you may get a, a little moment where you have like four by eight foot of lawn, will be free of shit. At least you can enjoy that for a while. So you go, all right, so you get the pooper scooper, then you're getting good, so you get two of them, and you're picking up, and you're sharing it at these groups. Oh, yes, I think I've got an answer. Pooper scooper, really good, and then they start asking you to go around to speak at other meetings, and you become like a circuit speaker, how to pick up shit. And then you got you start getting your own autographed models of pooper scoopers, and you got a little, like a... Jumpsuit with Cooper <laughs> Scooper Brigade or whatever, and you know you write a book, and now you got you're the guy with the answer. You people are calling you from all around the world. Come to Italy. We want you to do like a retreat on this. Okay, and look, show us your techniques. And so now he's like a big star. How to deal with shit? So then another guy comes over and says, Hey, do you want uh, do you want a, a solution to your problem? He says, What problem? I've solved it. I'm a fucking master super upper. Yeah? Everyone respects me and acknowledges me. I'm asked on TV shows to give talks and everything. And the guy goes, okay, well, just find the dog. Yeah? Now, you would think you would rush to that solution. But it would hit you like that. The dog is the source of the shit. Get rid of that. There goes the shit. End the story. Yeah? But now there's a huge hesitation because he's got all those jumpsuits, the scoopers. His, his, his next month's itinerary doing talks, he doesn't want to fucking give it up. That's where we're at a lot of the time. People hear this message. They like the message, but then they think about it. Their head does. And then they make it into something, another thing to them to get, and it will never fall for that. The message will never allow you to make it something that you get. That's the difference. It disarms you totally. 
You're not going to saddle up to it. You're not going to do hours and hours of meditation to get closer to it. You're not going to do all this tons of pilgrimages that's going to get you closer to it. It's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. It's a different, different beast altogether. Yeah? And that's the dilemma. Could you imagine if you saw all the thoughts you believe are yours, all the stories you've told other people, and you still believe them yours? If you saw the irrelevance of all that, it would scare the living bejesus out of the mental state. And if you were sided with it, you'd fucking never go for it. But the point is, if you're not sided with it, it's the other story, like the snake and then the molting of the skin, looking at that one event from two points of view. From the molting, from the skin's point of view, it believes it's the snake. It believes it's the whole snake. It believes how it goes, the snake goes. How it feels, the snake feels. And it gets this funny feeling every year when it feels like it's losing control, which is the skin is starting to lift off the snake so a new skin can appear. And from that point of view, it's like fucking Armageddon. It's telling the snake, get tons of moisturizer. Don't go out in the noonday sun. Watch out for that rock. Don't go there. You'll get ripped. Yeah. And all the girls are going by. Your skin won't be a girl snake. Your skin won't be attracting them anymore. So you're getting cars. And come on over to my lush, plush little place. Look at the fucking size rat I have. <laughs> Trying to get the babies. <laughs> But, so, to it, man, it's scary as hell. But the same event, from a different point of view, is hallelujah. The snake sloughs it off, and it knows that it's okay. Because it's gone through it before. We inherently know we're okay. We just see, the, it isn't the skin that's holding the skin on, it's us that's holding the skin on. The skin wants to slough off. If you've heard this message, it's a sign that the skin wants to slough off. It's time. Yeah? It's time to give up the failed mechanisms. It's just time. The time to let it go. Put down the gauges and the and the gears and all your little strategies and just let it be. Just see what happens, yeah? So from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. Once the old skin falls off, a new skin comes on, it's brighter, attracts the female snakes, it moves smoother, it doesn't get caught in rocks anymore. It's all the better. It's just what view you find yourself in. So we're trying to say, hey, you're not a... Let's question the skin. Is the skin, is the, skin the whole snake? And would we still be here if the snake, if the skin was let go of? I'm saying yes, definitely. You'd be more here than ever in a sense. And then just watch where your allegiance lies, because if you tell the truth, the allegiance can shift from the skin to the snake. Yeah, you can shift from the mental state to the being state. And when you look at from the being state you'll see all the, sometimes, all the toils and the troubles and the fears that scare the living to Jesus out of the mental state won't scare you at all. Not from the state of being. Not at all. Because again, it's all appearing to be true or false to you. You are the barometer to something being true or to what something being false. Don't change that. Change where you are. 
And not even, not you change where you are, entertain possibilities and see what happens. Maybe that skin will easily fall off and you'll see anew. You won't be looking from the, from the skin. You'll be looking from the state. You'll see, Jesus Christ, this is all for the better. Life will be happening, not to you all day. It'll just be happening. Yeah? Happening. Everything is happening, happening, happening. Nothing is out to get you, ever. <laughs> water that's flowing with water doesn't turn around and attack other water. <laughs> it's all flowing. You know what I mean? Everything's going, 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 going. You're not a, a stable inherent island standing there, you know, taking your blows. It's all made up. You can travel so much lighter. <laughs> Just give up the fucking ghost, you know? What you're holding on to ain't worth much anyway, really. No one's buying it anymore. Is it really? I mean, I used to be able to run my shit when I was 30. It's getting a little old now. You know what I mean? I remember, I remember I could see my career where I could meet a girl any night I went out to a club. As I got older and I got more loaded, it was less and less happening. Or let's say the quote-unquote quality of the person was getting less and less. I mean, the end days were near. I just refused to accept it. <laughs> the gig was up, so to speak. It's nice to know when the horse you're riding is dead so you can get off. You know what I mean? I think a lot of us are riding dead horses. <laughs> Don't worry, live ones who come. Don't worry. What will I be without the dead horse? Fucking find out. You know exactly what you are with it. <laughs> Aren't you bored stiff? Hoping that something will be different? Isn't it the case? I mean, we're wishing and hoping that somehow something that inherently doesn't work will finally work. We're in here. Shemansky, I see all the cars. Where are they? Hi. <laughs> Now, a self-centered view may take that. They all hid. Oh, you didn't come out. We're having it inside. So this, this message, in a way, at least the way it's been downloaded with me, is more a negation, in a sense. Yeah? So just look at where you think you stand right now. Just look at it. Yeah? Just see. Let this, this is like a spiritual subpoena. It's already been served. And you know what? You're going to be called, not to the court of mind. You've gone, you've been fucking convicted there already. You'll be brought into the court of light, where all your fucking trespasses will be annulled. Yes? You'll be let off the biggest hook of all, your own. You can be messy. Oh, you can do nothing. Oh, yes, you can. You can stop accruing value. Yes, you can. The big foot of whatever you believe isn't going to step on you. So, that's the that's like the uh, invitation. Simply, yes. And then we just riff on it every week to support. Because the thing is, we're in this mental state, seemingly, and the mental state takes out interest and attention and disperses it into mental time. So most people, if they're bothered today, it's not today that's bothering them. Yeah, It's yesterday or last week. And if they're very contracted and fearful now, it's not usually the now that's producing it. It's uh, later. 
Yeah? So you're concerned what's going to happen when you go to work on Monday and it's raining on your parade of Saturday. Yeah? So basically most people are reacting to what's not happening, which is the easiest thing to get out of because you're not in it. Yeah? The easiest problem to get out of is a problem you're not in. Yeah? The easiest place to leave is an imaginary place. There's no, there's no way you need to go to get out. Yeah? It's just seeing. It's simply just seeing. It's a quality that we all have that's being underappreciated because we believe we're seeing, but we're really living a forced way of looking called self-centeredly. Yeah? So instead of seeing, which is not of time, we're looking in time. And when the looking becomes predominant, we will be looking for the seeing. But we'll be looking for the seeing in time, and it's never going to be found through the lens of time, ever. But what would happen if the form of looking is just a mental possibility? It is not the dominant invitation here. It's just one invitation. Yeah? It may be closer to what you call you than any other invitation, but it doesn't mean it's the authentic invitation. It's an invitation of an interpretation of life instead of life itself. Almost as a security or as a way, I'll buffet all the blows I'm super afraid of happening to me if I'm not in life. So I'll just take the interpretation and you know get the meager prizes it offers, which is a delayed satisfaction or a layaway plan for satisfaction. Never a here and now happy, joyous, and free. But I will be happy, joyous, and free. <laughs> or I'd be so great if this hadn't happened, or somehow. It's always some kind of rationale or excuse, but it never delivers the good. Yeah. It never does. It's always in a time frame. Or, you can be weaned off of that interpretation. Doesn't mean the interpretation stops. It means you stop listening to it. You hear it. Almost like, a, almost like that music that was so loud when we were in that, in that vicinity with the doors open and outside. Now, I haven't noticed it this whole time. Maybe it's off. Who doesn't know? But, you see, because there's no listening to it. There would be a hearing of it, which is different than listening. Most people, because of how they share with me, most people are totally engaged in listening to that which is speaking in their head. They're totally a devotee to that station. Just like they say with like certain news channels in America, they've proven the people that listen to that news channel are, believe they're totally right, but they're completely misinformed. That's almost exactly like PayPal. <laughs> or KZ. Or K, you know, Jean-Claude. You know, it doesn't matter if it's in French or in English. I think it doesn't matter. It's a lot of misinformation. Yeah? That we believe in... We'll fight for it. We'll fight to, for the... We'll fight for that fucking thing. I call it like a parasitical movement, you know? Because if you can see it or picture it as something foreign to you, you can entertain it and be free from it. If you keep looking from it, you'll be entertaining being free as it, and there's no freedom as it. There's no freedom as it. It never was and never will be. The desire or the drive to be free as that is another form of slavery.
So this isn't like a passive thing. It's not like, oh, I've got my sight set on it. There's no sight to be set on it. You know? What's looking is what you're looking for. Seriously? Yes. What's looking <laughs> right now, the little kid, same thing, everything, is what you're looking for. Can you expand on that? What's looking is what you're looking for. Where's the, uh, the, uh, the, ex- you know, the ultimate understanding of that? Oh, you want to hear it? What's looking is what you're looking for. No, really? What's looking is what you're looking for. You mean right now? Yes. You mean I don't have to purify and polish myself up? No. Well, you may. If that's one of your requirements, you probably have to do it. <laughs> but if you don't have that requirement set, there's no, there's no fucking limitations or conditions based on it. It's your inherent condition. It's never been upset or disturbed or tattooed by anything that's ever fucking happened here. Ever. The sky has held millions of clouds, and yet there is no lasting impression ever of those clouds on the sky. Not one. There's no... That little doggy you saw yesterday in the cloud, in the ten minutes it ain't the doggy, because too many variables are happening and change it. Yeah, and it's not here today. Every day we get a new... It's like a, the artist has a new, uh, new canvas every day. 365, and more than one, you know, all day, and are moving, all day. It's always moving. It's, <laughs> we, don't just, we don't get it. If you just laid on the ground and looked up, you would, that would be like the, the greatest invitation to mind itself, because mind is like sky. It allows everything to appear in it, yet it's not affected by anything that's appearing in it. Wouldn't you like to have a little of that quality? Or like the Course in Miracles says, your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. Would, would you really care about the attack thoughts if you knew you were invulnerable? My attack thoughts are attacking my invulnerability. So where's the fucking fear? The fear is not knowing the invulnerability. Then the attack thoughts, thoughts seem to be able to do something to you. But if you recognize you're not the thinker, you'll be recognizing invulnerability. That's a possibility to all thoughts. So if you're not led by thoughts, what will happen? Find out. You'll be led by something else. Something else will be driving you. I would want to call it being, give it a name, who cares? I just say it's other. (laughs) Other than what you know is driving you, it's not that. (laughs) Just leave it at that, and then be open to find out what it is, because you're never going to know it. You're going to find out about it as it's moving through you. So, there you have it. We have a 364-day retreat starting tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) This is your last day off, so make the best out of it. Because you're going to be in here for now on. (laughs) You know where the bathrooms are? John Porter will be getting water and food for us. French food every day. (laughs) Stale baguettes. And we'll be... We're gonna, we'll be here until we fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's based on that, let's go. Because we already are. Ah. Well, I, I have all those checks you sent me. I gotta do the 364 retreat. <laughs> I, I bought a car. 
<laughs> I got that yacht I got to pay for. Oh, I think we should make it 682 days. <laughs> I'm an essential quality you must have in your life. And you're going to pay for that. <laughs> it's so simple, honey. It's so simple. You'll be so happy when you, it's all clear. <laughs> it's not easy. Oh, it's not hard either. Uh, that's the truth. It's all based on you, really. That's the dilemma we always want to wiggle out of. It's really based on, on us. You know, you either see or you don't see. There's no choice in it. It's just based on what the mind's entertaining and believing. If that can be, if he can be, if that can be revoked by entertaining other possibilities, yeah. It's so like this master had a great story. He says, "All right, I have my sandals on. I'm walking around and I'm blaming the sandal because my foot's uncomfortable. Then I take the shoe off and I see there's a thorn in there. So that's the source of my discomfort. Yes." So first I had to take the sandal off to find it out before I was blaming the sandal. And now I'm looking around to get, and I find another thorn. Yeah, so here's the thorn of selfing, let's say, that's in there. We blame everything else, but when you get down to it, you'll see that's it. And then we're going to take this message as another thorn of non-self. Yeah? Or you're not that which is being implied by the selfing. You're not a long-lasting independent. All right? So then we dig out the first thorn, Take it out. We don't replace it with the second thorn. It would still be a discomfort, even though you don't believe so. That also gets thrown out. Yeah? And then you're left with what? I don't know. And then you find out. It's crazy to go to the one thorn of non-self when you have the thorn of self in your foot, because you'll be entertaining the thorn of non-self from there without knowing it. So we want to negate one with the other, not replace it with the other. The message isn't a replacement for the other, the mental message. It's a negation of the first message, and then no message. Bing! Yeah? So, there you have it. Yes.